check one check 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 we are the podcast and we are the best go hello this is kaylee and i'm here with my co-host brian and this is the new to knitting podcast Today, we're going to talk about test knitting, what it is, what it isn't, all about it. We're going to talk about what I'm currently knitting on, the news desk, and of course, our favorite, the surprise knit. Your favorite, not mine. I don't know, it is kind of fun, let's be honest. (laughs) So, Kaylee, what's new in the knitting world? Uh, I don't know. No, you do know. You're the genius. I am the one who's not a knitting. I'm not the genius. I'm just trying to figure this all out. She never claimed she was an expert. I have claimed she's an expert a lot of times because the comparison between what she knows about crafting and knitting and all of the many beautiful things in the world of making cute things and the difference between her and me is astronomical. So she's an expert compared to me. So yes, that's how we do. I am no expert and I'm learning new things all the time, which we'll get into later when I talk about what I'm knitting on right now. Um, but what I I, want, I do want to talk about something I finished uh, a few weeks ago, and it was a test knit. And a test knit can be, I guess, just one thing. So it's basically when a designer um, designs a new hat, new mittens new scarf whatever it is and they write the pattern out they want people to test it out to make sure that the pattern's written well that there's no mistakes that you know it's easy to understand so i did that for a designer pretty recently and it was my first time how do you find out about test knits and where to find them and- yeah that's a great question i found out about it on instagram I followed her and she had a picture with text on it that said looking for test knitters and it's kind of a fun way to do something like get on the ground from it so this designer you're seeing it first who's the designer this was Amanda Kafka Amanda Hug and Kiss um and her so Kafka Kafka yeah her um her design name she designs underneath the name the crafty jackalope oh so her revelry um store name is called the crafty jackalope i think but jackrabbit yeah antelope she's fun to follow on instagram because uh she lives in canada and she's very like pro canada who isn't except for everybody in america and she must live Just kidding, I love you, Canada. by an ocean or a big lake or something. So she always has these like pictures by a shoreline and it's pretty and I like seeing her pictures. Um, and a lot of maple leaves. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's funny because in her previous designs, she has like a maple leaf hat, you know. Duh. And she partnered. She's right. And she partnered with a yarn company that is in Canada made in canada all this stuff can i say something about canada really quick our symbol is a star which is like you know a hot burning awesome ball of fire and then we also have you know our symbol is a bald eagle the most majestic animal maybe mythical i've never seen one that's not true we've seen bald eagles Uh, we can see them where we are 
And yet Canada's like, we have a leaf and it's not even connected to the tree. It's just, that's it. That's all you get. Do you get a maple tree? Nope. Just the leaf. But so it's what? very symmetrical. Why does, why does I'm just saying, if you're going to pick us, if you're going <laughs> to pick a symbol, pick something that makes you look cooler. It's Canada. Know. They don't want to look cool there. Uh, it's kind of like the hipster of countries. They are. They so are. Anyways. Canada. Canada. So it was fun. Um, and it was like secretive. She's like, don't tell anyone. She put it on Can't. Instagram. She didn't post the pictures of what we were knitting. Oh, okay. It, you could see <laughs> like, like parts of it. People knew you were doing this. She put it out there. Yeah. Um, but it's out now, and you can buy the book. She published her own book, and you can buy the ebook through Ravelry, which I got for free because I partnered with her on this as a test. So doing a test knit does pay off. Besides just getting something that may be cool. Yeah, and uh, if I wanted to buy the yarn that she partnered with, I would have gotten a discount or something. But I didn't. I, just I really got like the sound locally. of that. Because uh, once again, I, I I don't have a running tally of how much Kaylee spends on crafts. <sighs> Anyways, um, but it was cool. And there's other ways you can uh, find groups to be test knitters for, find designers. And one of them's through Ravelry. If you look through their groups and just type in test knit, there's like a big encompassing group that's um, for designers to call out saying, hey, I want test knitters and then test knitters to come in and answer the call. And so it's interesting. And there's a couple of things that test knitters aren't that I wanted to get out there. Um, some people, some designers will design and then write the pattern without ever knitting it first for themselves. And then they have sample knitters who then they ask to knit for them and then you give them your garment and then they'll photograph that. So this was not the sample knitting. So when you see the pictures that she posted, I didn't knit any of those. I'm just the test. She's got the, she's got the test at home. And so also what it's not is a tech edit. A technical edit is when, is a specific person. So the designer would turn in their pattern to the tech editor and they would. Editor. Nope. No. And then they would, um go over the pattern and tr- make sure there's no technical errors. And a lot of time that's especially needed for garments if you're sizing it. You know, maybe the designer only made the size small, but then they wrote into the pattern, you know, what's needed for size medium, large, extra large, and so forth. I'm not small. Yeah. And then the tech editor sometimes will even still knit, you know, parts of it or sample just to make sure that it makes sense and it's all right. But I did not do that. I just did the test knit. Hmm. Um, that look good. Yeah, I'm. It's like right in front of us, sitting on my little mannequin there. But the it mannequin was... that has scared me walking into a dark room before. It's shaped human sized. It's a dress form. It's not even a real mannequin. Yeah, but my scared mind can't tell the difference. That's true, especially when it's in the corner of you know our guest bedroom. Or and wherever. I'm me and scared of everything. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's talk about what I'm knitting on now. So, Kaylee, what are you knitting now? Um, so I'm still knitting on that shawl vest that I've been working on since we started this podcast. For shawl? Mm-hmm. And my goal was to have it done by this weekend. Why? 
because... There's a big outdoor festival that she told me she was going to come with me, and then now she's not. Is that what it is? Something like that. Um, so, and I keep, basically, I keep doing things wrong with this. And I talked about it before and how the pattern was really hard and I couldn't quite read it. So I made a chart and that made the lace pattern much easier to follow. And then... Sometimes it just takes a chart. Yeah. And it was great. And so I'm like knitting along. I'm like, oh, this is doing great. But every time I have to get to a new skein, I end up taking... a skein? a bunch of breaks a skein is um what the yarn comes in and so for this kind of yarn because it's like from a yarn shop it's not from um, michael's or hobby lobby or something it doesn't have that center pull string like the what you imagine when you think like a ball of yarn or a yeah yeah um so i had to wind it into the ball myself and i thought Oh, gosh, you know, i am been buying nicer yarns. I'm going to get a ball winder. No big deal. It'll be great. I can do it myself. So I bought one, um, you know, and it's like cheap and plastic. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And then I realized that when you pull this skein apart, it's just this giant loop. And it's kind of what you imagine when you've seen cartoons of grandma's knitting and winding, winding yarn. You see like... She makes her grandson hold the yarn out between their two hands that are spread out, you know, like two and a half feet wide. And it's just this big loop of yarn, you know, covering up their hands. And then the grandma is sitting on the couch, like hand winding the yarn into a ball. Sounds like the most boring cartoon ever. Yeah. Um, but that's so, you know, once I got the ball winder, I'm realizing, uh oh, like, how do I wind it and still hold the yarn? I know the answer to that. You enlist your husband always weirdly late at night. Yeah. And uh, he has to wind it. Well, on. So yeah. So the only can... time we're together is late at night uh, but... without having a baby around. And we tried that once and the baby just <laughs> immediately wants to pull on all the yarn and it doesn't yeah. work at all. It does look like fun to a baby, but to a husband who knows it is not fun. No, it's not too bad. I like, I get to spin. I get to run the crank. So it's kind of like a game to me. Yeah. And I hold onto it. I'm the little grandchild. Yeah. And I'm the old lady. But really what I need is a swift. And that's what you see in yarn stores because they'll wind it, wind your. What's a swift? Yarn. A swift is, um, most of them are called like umbrella swifts or something because it's kind of like if you take the fabric off an umbrella it's kind of that shape. It's in a circle. It's like a bunch of pieces of wood or metal making that like X umbrella mm -hmm. shape. And so you can make it as wide as your yarn is the circle of yarn. And you put that on there and it's on something like a lazy season and it's spinning while you wind the yarn. Mm. Anyway, so every time I ran out of a skein of yarn and needed to wind another one i would wait like five days or something before i remember to get you to do it for me and <laughs> it was always late at night and weird and then so i i'm pretty close to the end i did you know the left side the back the two arms we're imagining then, a vest here yeah a vest and then so i'm on the last part of it and i'm realizing i'm gonna run out of yarn oh no oh no so I go to my local yarn store and I'm like, hey, do you carry this cotton yarn in this color? She's like, no. Duh. And so I told her I and was going to. She gonna... was probably not nice. 
No, she I can was imagine lovely. like an she old lady. Nice. Like she's like, I don't carry your hipster yarns. No, she was like, Hey, I don't carry He's that. Lion brand. But no. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, But if you you should contact the company that you bought it because I bought it as a kit. And tell them you're running out of yarn because maybe they made a mistake. Like if everyone has run out of yarn, maybe they'll just give you the skein for free. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. That is a great idea. So I go home. I emailed the company and I got it off Craftsy. And I said, hey, I'm running out of yarn. What do you think about that? And no, but I said it much more politely. It was in an email, so you definitely couldn't have had that attitude anyway. No, there was no hey. exclamation points. There was hey. no all caps. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I'm running out of yarn. And, you sound like the old lady at the yarn store. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I feel bad for you. Your gauge is probably off. Here's a link to where you can buy another skein. <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Like, Put I knew I probably had to do it. back on you and the gauge. I know. <sighs> I knew I probably had to do it. So I went ahead and bought it and um, was waiting on that to come and actually came today. So now. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can finish it in two days. I know what I'm doing tonight. That's good. Knitting or winding. <laughs> winding my <laughs> Definitely yarn. not knitting. <laughs> So then um, after they said, hey, your gauge is probably just off, I went back to the pattern and I'm like, okay, let me see if it is. Because I remember knitting a test swatch, you know, thinking it was right. And so I look back at the pattern and it said to use size needle six or size six needle. And I'm using size seven. Oh, yeah. And then, in there, right? And so my test swatch was just off by like two two stitches you know if i'm doing like by four inch four inch by four inch square i had probably two extra stitches but when you make that into a bigger piece then i'm off by 15 stitches or however many that's a couple more inches Mm. and so all of that just added up to me being short on the yarn so how big is definitely my fault how big is the thing going to be in comparison is it like a size bigger now I mean, it's a vest, so it's long and drapey in the front and, you know, should come to my waist in the back. So I'm just, you know, maybe an inch longer in back, but it doesn't really matter. It's not a sweater that needs to fit right. So probably when I realized I was off on my gauge swatch, I just thought, oh, gosh, it doesn't matter. Hmm. So that's it was all my fault. And then I had to buy this one more skein. So it's my fifth skein for this vest. And because I bought it in a kit, just buying the one skein was like half the price of the kit that I ah, bought. And wow. so I just, you know, feeling bummed. And I basically did it because I don't have size six needles. I have size seven. But Moral it would have been cheaper to buy the needles and do it right. Well, you would have had to also have a time machine. So, But since you don't have a time machine, lesson learned learned now i know these are all my mistakes and i'm telling you so that you can learn from them and not be stupid like me in other words check your gauge before you wreck your gauge (laughs) exactly that's great all right we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'll do kaylee's news desk and a whole lot more the new Knitting podcast is brought to you by who was brought to you by Nobody? Oh, we don't have any advertisers yet. This spot could be for you. 
Do you have a business that a new knitter needs to hear about? Is it something we could all benefit and learn from? Contact us on our website, newtoknittingpodcast.com, and let us know if you are interested in getting the word out to the fiber crafters everywhere about your business. On to my news desk. Today, I am talking about Amba O'Brien, and that's spelled A-M-B-A-H-O-B-R-I-E-N. And this is her name on Ravelry and Instagram. And I found her on Instagram. And she is an Australian knitter. Good eye, mate. I'm going to put another knit on the barbie. It's so funny. I think I added all of these um, people on the other side of the country when I was up late nursing. Yeah, and I just wanted new people on my Instagram. Well, they were probably awake. It was probably daytime. Exactly. So they were real active and putting stuff up while you were also active putting a baby down. Yeah. Um, Anyways, she's fun. She has beautiful, very simple photos as well. And um, she also has some photos of her gardens and flowers, and it's springtime over there. Mm. And so... You know, when summer was starting and they were in fall and winter, that made me really sad. But now that it's going to be fall here soon, I'm not as sad about them having spring. Mm. But her pictures are beautiful, very simple, classic, like white background. She has um, a lot of knit shawls and hats and other accessories. And she has a lot of patterns available on Ravelry. And um, they're they're beautiful you need to buy them support support designers get on it we want to keep the yarn industry alive for sure because if you stop knitting the sheep will stop growing i don't know if that's true they'll stop growing for in protest yeah you need to knit more i don't know you think the sheep like that we knit does it does it seem kind of macabre to them like are they wearing my fur, but like as a sweater, that looks, I, that used to be my sweater. Anyways, it is time for our surprise knit described by Brian. Yay. Yay. We're going to do it a little differently this week because um, I'm going to say what it actually is after he describes it, just so it's kind of fresh in our mind. You're assuming that I won't be right. That's correct. I am assuming. Here we go. Unzipping it. Sound effects record. Here we go. Here, Brian. She tosses it. He catches it. We're at this like long table, so I have to toss it to him. Uh, It is our podcast desk. I built it. All right, here we go. It's a bag. Just kidding. It's a hat. (laughs) Um, All right. It's a hat. It's clearly knit. Otherwise, we'd be doing a different podcast. <laughs> um, it's got a little tassel on top. Pom-pom. Pom-pom. You're learning. Oh. <laughs> You're learning. Uh, okay. So this is multicolored, but my conjecture is that this is actually four different types of yarn. That would be correct. All the types of yarn are... Yarn. <laughs> All the types of yarn are the same type of yarn 
but different colors. The knit is the same type of knit. Uh, yes, the whole way down. But how did you get the little black birds that are flying downwards? How did that happen? How did it happen? Do you know? No. And on the inside, it looks like uh, when your t- your old TV used to turn off and you didn't have a signal. So describe the hat a little more. Okay. It is. Like, what does it look like? Is this teal? You'd call this mint? What I, would, I would call it mint. Okay. What part mint. of it is mint? <laughs> the top of the, the hat? The top part. Okay. Is that a technical term? You're not just, all they know right now is that it's a hat and it's four different colors. I'm saying that it has a pom-pom. I said pom-pom. Go on. All right. It, so then the top, just the, like the top two inches are mint. And then from maybe the, maybe the next four, five inches is this white field with little birds flying downwards on it in rows. And then the, the trim, trim, no. This is actually a different uh, knit, though. This has a different... I know a word. Ready? Mm-hmm. The cabling. No. Dang it! <laughs> there is no cabling in this hat. Well, whatever. It has little ridges on it. I thought that's what cabling was. So the brim of the hat... Brim! Yeah. Makes you me think of like a, a witch's hat. Um, is a two-by-two two rib. Two-by-two two rib. And it's, it's a, like, coral color. Coral, yeah, that's a good. I was gonna say like sherbet. And it's the, actually sherbet. I found out today. The middle section is black and white stranded knitting. Stranded knitting. So it's color work. But why does it look like a bird? Because it's the color work design. Okay. I guess it could be like an M upside down. I guess that's a W. All right. What else? What else is there about the hat that I, I think, need to explain? I think that's the gist of it. All right, cool. It does not look like it would fit my head. Yeah, it's toddler sized. <laughs> toddler. I think it would look super cute because it's kind of long. Mm-hmm. So it'd look like a Dr. Seuss hat or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I did it. I guessed. I guessed it was a hat, so I win. Very good. You got when the am I, hat. When am I going to win the prize for this game? What's the prize? That's. You... I thought that was the I've whole point. I've already knit you a hat. Yeah, that's true. It's a great hat. I Maybe I'll need to describe that sometime, but it won't be secret because I've worn it. It's true. It's not a secret knit. It's a surprise knit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Deal. Well, secret or surprise, that was the uh, surprise knit, and uh, that was the end of our show. So... So you can find us on Instagram, see what we're doing all the time at New to Knitting Podcast. Well, in real time. Okay, cool. Um, you can see me on Ravelry as KBeth. And I actually just started a group on Ravelry called New to Knitting Podcast. So check it out there. We talk and Join stuff. The group. It's cool. Join the Chat, group. Answer questions. Ask questions. Yes. Talk about how much you love Canada. Yes. And all that jazz. Thanks for listening. Adios.